Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and his wife introduced the state's new license plate Thursday, only to have to correct it hours later because of a glaring mistake. Ohio Congressman Anthony Gonzalez was one of a few Republicans to vote with Democrats to hold Trump ally Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress for defying a subpoena. And the United States Attorney General won't say if the Justice Department is reopening the Tamir Rice investigation. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, October 21st. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and First Lady Fran DeWine unveiled a new license plate Thursday morning that featured the iconic Wright Brothers airplane prototype facing the wrong direction. And hours later, Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicle officials were chagrined to announce they had to correct the design. The DeWine said they had a heavy involvement in picking the new design, dubbed Sunrise in Ohio, and the first state redesign of a standard license plate in eight years. The colorful design includes a rising sun in a wheat field, both central design elements of the state's official seal, It also features the right flyer with a banner trailing it that contains a slogan declaring the state the birthplace of aviation. Social media users on Thursday quickly pointed out the banner was in the wrong place, since a structure that appears to be the flyer's tail is actually the vehicle's elevator positioned in front and used to control its pitch. U.S. Congressman Anthony Gonzalez of Ohio joined a small group of Republicans who voted Thursday to hold former Donald Trump White House aide Steve Bannon in contempt of Congress. Bannon defied a congressional subpoena to testify before a committee probing the January 6th riot by Trump supporters at the U.S. Capitol. Gonzalez, who voted to impeach Trump for his role in inciting the attack, last month announced he won't seek re-election after facing recriminations over his vote from Trump loyalists. He joined nine other Republicans and all of the legislative body's Democrats in voting to refer Bannon's case to the Justice Department for prosecution. If Bannon is found guilty, he could face up to a year in prison and up to $100,000 in fines. Another Republican who is facing blowback from her party after voting to impeach Trump, Wyoming's Liz Cheney, said on the House floor that Bannon told his podcast listeners before the rally that all hell is going to break loose. She said the select committee examining the riot needs to hear from Bannon because he undoubtedly knows far more than what he said on the video. She also said Trump's failure to take immediate action to stop the riot as he watched it on television appears to be a supreme dereliction of duty by President Trump. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Thursday told the House Judiciary Committee he could not address whether the Justice Department would reopen its probe into the 2014 police killing of 12-year-old Tamir Rice in Cleveland. California Democrat Karen Bass noted that representatives of Rice's family wrote a letter to Garland earlier this year that asked the prosecutors to reopen the investigation and convene a grand jury. The letter asserted that former President Trump's political appointees stifled the investigation that was closed last December 
when Trump's Justice Department said there wasn't enough evidence to bring charges against the officers involved in the case. Garland said he did not know if the case was reopened, but would not disclose such an investigation if it did exist. Tamir's mother, Samari Rice, is scheduled to lead a Washington, D.C. rally next week to demonstrate support for reopening her son's case, and she plans to meet with Justice Department officials. Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson wants to use at least $10 million in federal stimulus funds to pay off the mortgage on the financially troubled Shaker Square and prevent a feared sheriff's sale. The goal is to keep the 10-acre Eastside Complex, built in 1929 by the Van Swearingen brothers, the industrialists who erected Terminal Tower, in local control and end the threat of foreclosure. The plan involves the city fronting the money to Shaker Square's current owner, the Coral Company, to pay off the mortgage. Once that debt is settled and the foreclosure lawsuit is dismissed, the Coral Company would turn the property over to the Cleveland Neighborhood Progress Real Estate Arm, New Village Corporation. Nonprofits would then shepherd the complex through at least the next few years, while soliciting feedback from the community and others on how to make it vital for decades. The plan would need approval by Cleveland City Council, which is forming its own plan to use the stimulus cash. An appellate court has rejected a request from convicted former Cuyahoga County Jail Director Ken Mills to put his nine-month jail sentence on hold while he appeals his conviction. Two 8th District Court of Appeals judges on Wednesday denied a motion filed by Mills' attorney asking the court to either delay his sentence or release him on bond until his appeal is completed. The decision by Judge Frank Celebrezzi and Administrative Judge Mary Boyle means Mills will remain in jail while the court hears his appeal. A jury convicted Mills last month of misdemeanor dereliction of duty and falsification charges following a three-week trial. Dozens of current and former Cuyahoga County officials testified about Mills's mismanagement of the jail from 2015 through his forced resignation in November 2018. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. We hope you have a good weekend.